principal came to me and he said, look, we, we love you. We don't want you to leave because we know you're going to get offers to go other places and coach. And he said, I, I don't have any more money to give you. So they gave me the driver's ed car to drive home. <laughs> True story. That's my company car. And so I'd drive in this green Bonneville driver's ed car. So I, the kids would drive it during the day and I'd go get it in the afternoon and I would drive it home at night. And I would take the sticker off that said driver's ed car. And it was all cool until people got in and had a break in the passenger side. And people say, what's this break in here for? And I'd say, that's just how they make these Bonnevilles. Don't worry about it. It's like a new age Bonneville. <laughs> now, here's the deal. I did not think about money. I didn't think about my future. I didn't think about building for later. I didn't think about building. Well, I didn't think about any of those things. I just thought, woke up every day and tried to be the best at what I was doing. And opportunity came. Did everybody see that? I didn't know really what the next level for was for me. I just knew I was going to do a great job where I was at every single day. So when you think about this voice, I want you to ask these questions because these are not asking any school in the world. Number one, what do you absolutely love doing? Out of everything you currently do, what do you love doing? Okay, out of everything. It's like, I love this right here. I love working with these clients. Because you can keep taking this deeper and deeper and deeper. I love working with these people. Okay, the reason I quit corporate coaching or a lot of corporate coaching is because companies would hire me and they'd say, whip all these people in shape. Yes? And guess what? They didn't want to be whipped into shape. So I would show up for duty and it would be like a dog fight between me and them. And I would try to get them motivated and they would just, they didn't want to get motivated. Everybody see that? So I actually shifted my business model and I said, I'm only going to coach people who show up. They got to sacrifice something. They got to get in the car. They got to get on the plane. They got to come somewhere. They got to pay something. They got to spend time. And that's the only people I coach. Everybody see that? Okay. Because y'all were with me at the title event and there's a whole room of people who walked up there and said, oh, we love you, Coach Bert. And I'm like, well, you need to be in my coaching program. And they're like, well, we don't, want, we don't, we don't love you that much. <laughs> Does that make sense? As if that one hour would change a person's life. It ain't going to change a person's life. The consistency is going to change a person's life. One hour is exposure. The, sp the speaking engagement does what, Anthony? Opens the mind. Opens the, mind. the coaching program the changes the life. Okay, so what do you personally love doing? That's question one. Out of everything you do, what do you love doing the most? What brings you energy? Because there's a return on your energy. And everything you do, there's a return on that energy. Okay, so first question is what do you love doing? Second question is, what are you really talented at doing? In essence, what are you really good at doing? Now, when I ask people to tell me what their talents are, most people can't tell me. Okay? I never had a course in finding my talents. I went to college for nine years <laughs> I, I'm, to get three degrees, so don't think I'm dumb. I'm, that, I'm not that dumb. <laughs> I, went to, I went to college for nine years. It cost a lot of money. I never had a course in finding my talents. What are you supposed to be doing? So, so a talent, let's use a different word, a unique ability, a skill. What is your primary skill? And for the people I've been coaching for a long time, I typically help them find that. And then I show them how to make money with it. You with me? And if you don't find this, 
then it's like you're just out in the world and you fall into what's called a success trap. And a success trap is where you're really good at a lot of things or you're pretty good at a lot of things, but you're not good at that one thing. Money changes hands when problems are solved. The bigger the problem, the more money people pay to solve that problem. So your talent and skill is something that is unique to you based on your past, your unique experiences, your unique mentors, your unique breakdowns in life. So I hear this, I'm a good people person. I'm a good people person. That, that, in the old days, that would cut it. That won't cut it today. People hire people because they have a skill. Now, if you have a skill and great people skills, now you're even more valuable. Yes or no? Two years ago, I fired a guy who was incredibly smart, but I just didn't like dealing with him. Right? I just, I'm like, I just don't like this dude. And I'm paying him every month. And he was skilled. He was an, an independent contractor. He had a very, uh, a very a hard skill, solved a real problem for me. But every meeting, I would, look at, I would look at my schedule and see him on my meeting. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I don't want to take the meeting. You guys got people like that. When they call you, you look at the phone, you're like, oh, I don't want to take that phone call. <laughs> so, so I want you to think about what is your real talent and ability. So let me give you some examples. You can connect to anybody, anywhere, anytime. You can take something incredibly complicated and make it simple. You have a skill with your hands that you could do something. Like I think about the people who built this training room out. That's a skill. Like I walked in and said, this is what I want the training room to look like. And, and they go, okay, we can do this, this. And they built this. I couldn't do this. I couldn't do this. Okay, so that's a skill. P problem solving is a skill. Yes or no? Generating income, sales is a skill. The art of connection is a skill. Being able to talk to people on the phone and get them to do something is a skill. Like, like I want you to think deeper about your talents. Okay? Because if you don't know what your talents are, you just show up and you're just pretty good. You just go through the motions and it's like, oh, I'm pretty good and they're good at this. I don't know what your talents are until you know what your talents are. You with me? I want to be able to sit with the person and say the reason you're hiring me for your coach is because I have a very specific talent in this one area, which is typically finding, packaging, marketing, and monetizing a concept. Everybody with me? I want it to be very clear. Okay? So what are you really, really, really good at? And it can't be generic right here. Now, what if you can't see your talents? Why can't you not see your talents? Okay, I think your talents were given to you at birth. They're birthday gifts. You just haven't opened them. You haven't refined them. Nobody showed you how to use them. Nobody said you could do this over here. Okay? Be because Jeff Breeden's a, a softball coach. All I'm doing today is the same thing I was doing when I was coaching Riverdale, just at a higher level. Everybody see that? That's all I was doing when I was a high school basketball coach. I was studying business. I was bringing it to high school. I was bringing it to kids. And the kids were like my little uh, testing ground. And I knew if it worked with kids, it would work with adults because adults are just big kids. Yes? Okay. So, so the same problems adults have, kids have. Confidence problems, attitude problems, laziness problems. Yes or no? It's all the same. The same thing the mamas and daddies said to me about their kids, the same thing companies say to me about their employees. Can't get them motivated, can't get them to have a good attitude, can't get them to show up, can't get them to work well with others. These are the same problems I had working with 14-year-old kids. 
Yes? Okay, so I knew it would work with adults when I started doing it. <clears throat> so, I, so somewhere along the way, I figured out, man, I'm really good at taking complicated concepts and breaking them down. I'm really good at getting other people excited about their future. I'm really good at activating something inside of a person to motivate them. And then I start going, what do I call this? What do I start calling this? You with me? You're good at something, and I'm probably not good at something you're good at. You're good at something I can't do. Okay? So what is that? This is very important because I'm gonna, the, the, the exercises we're going to put you through today, what I want to do is get you in this area about 80 to 90% of your time doing exactly what you're really good at. And A, will you be happier? Yes or no? Yes. Will your productivity be better? Okay, you'll have a better attitude? Yes. See, see, when you can play in your unique ability area, it's like I wake up and I play in this area that I'm really good at and I really love. And this is fun. This is fun, right? And, and how do you take it to the next level? To where it just keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and, and really, literally, almost 80 to 90% of your time is doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. You're getting rewarded at very high levels in the marketplace because the world is recognizing your talent. And I use this example. How many of you have paid to go to a concert at some point? Yeah, I went out to Lake Tahoe a few weeks ago to speak. I paid 600 bucks to see Luke Combs. I wanted to sit right up front, so I needed the $600 seats. I'm paying $600 to watch him work. He's working. And drinking a lot of beer while he's working. <laughs> but he was having the time of his life. You with me? And I'm sitting there going, man, I paid 600 bucks to watch this guy drink beer and sing country music. That's, but, but he's, and then he wins, you know, number one guy of the year. But you can tell he loves it and he's good at it and he's having fun doing it. And he probably made a million dollars that night. So, so when you look at people that are playing at high levels, you go, how did he do that? He was just a country boy from North Carolina. He just found his talent. He started singing. The next thing you know, he just keeps going and getting better at it. Probably becomes obsessed with it at some point. And then he just keeps getting better and better and better and better and better until he's playing at this level. But, but I want to ask you a question. How much would somebody pay to watch you work? How good would you have to be for somebody to pay to watch you work? And if I did watch you work, some of y'all are like, I'd have to pay them to watch me work. 